I'm going to have a lot of rookie content coming up here in the next couple days. I'm going to start prepping you guys for your rookie-only drafts. Who are the number uh, one and two and three ranked rookie running backs heading into 2021 rookie-only mock drafts and real drafts? Who are the top three wide receivers? Who's the top tight end? You know who I'm going to say. Kyle Pitts. Spoiler alert. There, there is no other tight end. It's Kyle Pitts, and he is going to revolutionize the tight end position in fantasy football. Mark my words. Let's break it down. The quarterbacks, too, right now. This is the Fantasy Football Show with your host, Smitty. Top five running back. You're watching the Fantasy Football Show. Okay, so I'm going to do a breakdown on all these guys in tremendous detail. Not to say this podcast isn't worth listening to, but I'm going to break down the wide receivers separately, break down the running backs separately, break down the quarterbacks separately, and then break down Kyle Pitts versus no one because he's the only one. He's the dude. Not to say there isn't a guy that could emerge and become a you know, 10, 11 ranked fantasy QB someday. Maybe one's hiding in here. Maybe there's a Kittle hiding somewhere. I'll never say never. But for right now, Kyle Pitts is it. Um, I'm going to do a tremendously broken down rookie uh, video, probably for each position, on smitty1.com, a.k.a. thefantasyfootballshow.com. Each will take you to my YouTube channel. Uh, so check that out. But let's, in a very, very uh, quick fashion, break down my top guys so that you can at least get a taste of what the YouTube videos are going to uh, uh, hit upon. And at wide receiver, let's start a wide receiver. It's Chase, it's Jamar Chase, or it's Devonta Smith. You know, I, I hear a lot of people throwing Waddle's name around, being as good as these two, being in the same tier as these two, and I'm sorry, I just don't buy it. This sounds a lot like the people arguing that Ruggs was the number one wide receiver, which I was 100% not on board with, or that Rager was a great pick by the Eagles, I was 1,000% not behind that. I didn't like either of these guys. They were not elite wide receivers. They didn't have the makings of what, you know, DK, you know, from two years ago, Jefferson from last year, uh, who I was extremely high on, and Jefferson, his skill set was probably the most polished going into the, uh, into the, the rookie season. Last year, those those 2020 stud rookie wide receivers that are going to help make those 2019 stud wide receivers uh, pretty much your top 10 go forward. Uh, you'll have Adams and Hill still in there. But th this sophomore and, and, well, coming into their third year and then the rookie class from last year coming into their second year, the third year and second year guys mixed with the two guys, Jamar Chase and Devonta Smith, are going to dominate the top 12 wide receivers go forward mixing in a couple of those guys like Adams has still got a grip of years left Hill has a grip of year left a grip of years left you dynasty guys love to just trade trade you know 27 year old wide receivers because you think they're old for a 23 year old you just it 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 makes you feel like you got to do it in a dynasty league don't worry about it Adams has got time but man I'm excited about Jamar Chase and Devonta Smith who are head and shoulders above the rest of the wide receivers in this rookie class. I'm not saying Waddle can't be good in the right situation. I'm not saying Waddle doesn't have talent. 
I'm saying Waddle is not Jamar Chase. Waddle is not Devonta Smith. And when people start throwing them all together as if you could draft any one of them, it starts making me uh, be a little bit less bullish on Waddle's you know, potential that he may have. What is the height that he could reach? Could he be a uh, high-end wide receiver, too, in fantasy someday? Sure. But I don't see him being on the same level at all as Devonta Smith and Jamar Chase. And that's not really a, a knock on Waddle. Not many wide receivers can have the value that, that Jamar Chase and Devonta Smith have, in my eyes. These guys are electric. They're elite. They're, they're potentially top five wide receivers in fantasy football for a decade to come. That's not, that's not an easy feat, knocking one of those guys off or trying to climb inside their tier and have a cup of coffee with those two guys on a regular basis. So I don't want to hear that I'm down on Waddle. I don't respect Waddle. Smitty, you're going to be wrong. You watch, mark my words on Waddle. You're just, you don't like him. You're just, you hate Waddle. Why does Smitty hate Waddle? I'm not saying anything of the sort. Just because I like two guys a whole hell of a lot better doesn't mean I don't like Waddle. It doesn't mean I think he'll bust like Ruggs or Rager did. But there's certainly, there's, Waddle's certainly more in the vein of those two than he is in Jamar Chase and Devonta Smith. Now, I could be wrong. The right landing spot can make him turn him into gold. Let's be honest here. You're not going to want to hear this or you're going to act like you it's not true because that's the nature of, of, of this type of comment I'm about to make. People don't like to hear it. People can't hear it. People don't understand it. But Devontae Adams would never, ever, ever turn into the wide receiver he is. Not even close. If he didn't land in Green Bay to play with Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers made him like he made Randall Cobb. Like he made a lot of wide receivers that have played for him. Aaron Rodgers made Adams into the player he is. Adams may have been a high-end wide receiver too in fantasy. Been a pretty darn good wide receiver. Could have maybe reached the level of maybe like an Amari Cooper. You know, good here and then kind of like, you know, you don't know where his career is going to go. Like Adams had talent. It would take a nobody in tournament to Devontae Adams, the level he's playing at right now. But Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers to players if waddle lands in the most ideal of situations ones you can't one you can't even predict because of the the uh, set of events that will then occur and who plays quarterback for him for a decade like we don't know like waddle could become be turned into an elite wide receiver so i'd never want to say never and he's got enough talent most nfl wide receivers do you're in the nfl you have enough talent to become elite. So I just want to get that out there so that later on, you know, five years from now, Waddle becomes the number one wide receiver. And we, we at least have an explanation as to why he got drafted to green Bay where Aaron Rodgers played another 15 years and won five Super Bowls, and turned Waddle into a monster. And, and, and joking a little bit about Aaron Rodgers playing 15 years, but remember how many people have said, don't draft Aaron Rodgers at all last year. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE said he's the biggest deal in 2020 
drafts in the ninth and tenth round while all these people are like, he's done at 36, Smitty. He, didn't you see him last year? He didn't throw well at all. When I told you, Green Bay had to do a makeshift job with their offense when Devonta Adams went down and was hobbled all year, even when Adams came back from, from his ankle injury or foot injury in 2019, he still wasn't the same player for quite a while. So the Green Bay had to, to adjust and revamp their game into their offense into a run-first offense, funnel the ball through Aaron Jones, who scored a massive amount of touchdowns uh, that made him top-five running back material, which we also predicted here on this show inside our top 10 bowl predictions, Aaron Jones. Attaboy. Attaboy. Can I get a, an attaboy for Aaron Jones? So I'm just going to tell you, I, I get it. You like Waddle out there. I like I like Waddle. I don't hate Waddle at all. I just love Jamar Chase and Devonta Smith. Now, the question is, who do I like more, Smitty? Who do you like more? I like them both. And depending on where they land, I know this is like a, a, a you know, not the kind of answer you so wishy-washy type answer. Depending on where they land, it could change everything. Because they play differently. They're not the same wide receiver. They both could be top five wide receivers. It's crazy. They have different skill sets. They both have some similar skill sets, but they both could be top five wide receivers almost in different ways. Jamar Chase is, is a just physical beast that no one, no one, no one, not even DK Metcalf could cover if DK Metcalf was playing DB. Like, Jamar Chase is just unreal. Like, DK Metcalf's strong. Like, let me paint a picture of Jamar Chase for you so you can envision what kind of wide receiver he's going to become. Because DK Metcalf is a physical specimen, but he's like a top-heavy physical specimen. He's like, picture DK Metcalf. Uh, he's more like, uh, uh, I, I don't know. I, I guess the best way to describe him is what he's not. He's not like LeBron James on the basketball court, where it's like, you're not moving LeBron James. He's as lower body heavy as he is upper body heavy and it's like he he's just a, a big rock sitting in the middle of the court like no one can no one can manhandle or dominate LeBron James's space LeBron James dominates the space he's in and you're a victim of it like he's just he's just a, a massive dude proportionately able to just completely manipulate his space he's got a Michael Jordan and LeBron James and Kobe Bryant there are very few basketball players. I use basketball players more than I do football players because they. this is where uh, spatial intelligence comes into play more than any other sport. But Michael Jordan was the master. I, at a scale of 1 to 100, I put him at like a 99 for spatial intelligence, understanding the space around him, knowing how to use his shoulder and lean into a player to move them enough to where they can't block his shot, and then his unbelievable hands and gliding ability and scoop uh, scoop shot ability and and just just the ability to shoot from anywhere from any angle backhand underhand <laughs> you know from his left right behind his back whatever he was able to move people around with his body in ways that probably were never taught to him is it in an innate instinct an innate instinct to do this and so there are there are wide receivers in the league that have this the Denzel Mims had this Denzel Mims, remember this, if Denzel Mims gets a quarterback, not Sam Darnold, take a lap if you if you thought Sam Darnold in your mind at all. But if, if, if 
Denzel Mims gets a quarterback, an elite quarterback. Let's say they trade for Deshaun Watson. Denzel Mims gonna, is going to prove my predictions right on him. He is so spatially intelligent. He's one of the most intelligent spatial awareness type players in the 2020 draft class for wide receivers. I would have put him number one. If he would have landed in the right spot, he would have blew, he would have had a, a big rookie year. It could have been Justin Jefferson. Jefferson landed in a great spot. Um, so Denzel Mims, I still have high hopes for, but he needs to have something happen with the next year too. Just like Nikhil Harry, you're going to waste away if too many too many years go by and you don't get a chance to to evolve. Like I like Nikhil Harry. I know I predicted big things. That's a bust on me. Shame on me. Shame on me for predicting big things out of Nikhil Harry. But I, honestly, I I still feel like he would have been great in another situation. New England ruined him. That's why I don't want one of these wide receivers or Kyle Pitts landing in New England. Please. Please don't. Please. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Jamar Chase, like LeBron, like Jordan, understands the space around him in an innate way that I don't think was ever explained to him. You can't teach some people this. He just knows how to use his size. And again, he's he's like DK upper half, but like DK's not as strong as this guy in the lower half. So DK will manhandle people waist up you know, jump balls, 50-50 balls. Whereas Chase is going to just nudge people out of the way and get a 50-50 ball with almost, you know, without jumping, whereas DK would have to because there'd be contact between him and the defender, which he would win because of the upper body strength. But Chase won't even let you get in his, his wheelhouse. He won't even let you get in his zone because he's literally taking up the entire space. He looks like Terrell Owens, DK Metcalf, Calvin Johnson, and uh, I'm trying to think of another just bit, like a tight end that dominates the space around him, like a, a Kelsey, all mixed into one. That's how Jamar Chase plays. And it, it's almost the negative I'd say with him, if there's, there's only one negative, is that he, well, I guess you could say he's not the fastest, fastest guy, but he doesn't need to be. DK Metcalf wasn't the fastest guy, but he plays so dominant, it doesn't matter. Jerry Rice was not the fastest guy. You don't need to be the fastest guy. So that's like a knock. You could say knock on him. He's not the quickest guy. He's not as quick as Devonta Smith, but it doesn't matter. You throw the ball up, he's going he's gonna to shove you to the side, make you fall on your face. And, and if you think that he won't do this against NFL defenders, if, you, if that's what you're about to, about to say, I'm, I'm going to tell you to take a lap. If you're, about to, if you're about to spout that out of your mouth right now, that, oh, Jamar Chase did that in college, Smitty. He did it against the best DBs in coverage in college football over and over and over at LSU, playing a lot of the guys that got drafted in the top 10, top 20, and top 32 overall made them look silly on a regular basis. Regular basis. Literally devalued some DBs draft stocks heading into 2020 because of what he did in 2019 to them on the football field. 
Jamar Chase dominated some of the best DBs that came out of college in 2019 that have come into the NFL and played really good football and become dominant defensive players. He dominated them. So don't give me that crap about him coming into the NFL. Makes me laugh, even though none of you actually actually said that. I just I envisioned one of you saying that. But anyway, give me Jamar Chase in Cincinnati where he pairs up with his former quarterback from LSU, Joe Burrow? Are you kidding me? The draft slot's perfect for it. He may go earlier, but the draft spot is perfect for it. Jamar Chase playing with Joe Burrow is definitely a possibility. Definitely a possibility. If that that happens, game over. Top five wide receiver, baby. Top ten is a rookie. Just like Justin Jefferson. Devonta Smith, I wanted Philly. If both of those happen, I don't want them so much in Miami. I know that people want to pair him back up with Tua. Tua and Devonta Smith play together in college, so everyone's like excited about that. I don't like Tua. I don't think Tua is going to make it. I want, I want Smith in Philly to play with Jalen Hurts, or even if they swapped, if 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 Devonta Smith went to Philly, and and uh, and then Jamar Chase went. I'm sorry, Jamar Chase went to Philly, and Devonta Smith went to Cincy. I'd be fine. I'd be fine with that too. Or if Kyle Pitts went to either of those teams, I'd be so ecstatic about Kyle Pitts. He'd be in my top four or five overall rookies. I wouldn't tell anybody, though. I'd let him fall as far as possible. Don't tell anybody. Um, but, man, these two wide receivers. So if Smith lands in a bad spot and Chase lands in either Cincy or Philly, of course I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to rank Chase at uh, one out of all the wide receivers. But let me tell you something. If both of them land in those spots, Eagles, Bengals, or Bengals, Eagles, or if one of them lands. Number one overall pick in rookie-only drafts is that player. I'm going wide receiver. The wide receiver's changing, people. Get behind it, because it's going to leave you behind if you you keep thinking that rookies aren't going to change at the wide receiver position. They're, they're now different than they used to be. They can be top 10 overall players for a decade or more. The running backs will fade out after three, four, five years, at best five years, sometimes two to three years. So I'm not in a dynasty startup hell, though. I'm taking Jamar Chase and Devonta Smith back to back. This is the first. And if you think I'm crazy or, oh, my God, don't listen to this guy. For 17 straight years, I've been doing this professionally. And I've never once told any one of you to draft a wide receiver before a running back at that 1.1 in a rookie-only draft. My 1.1 rookie has always, always in 17 straight years been a running back. So don't tell me that I, I didn't think like that before this year. This year's changing. It's time to adapt. It's 2021. We've had COVID hit us. We've seen the unthinkable. I'm telling you right now, the unthinkable might be to you that, that people start drafting wide receivers at 1.1 in rookie-only drafts. That might seem unthinkable to you, but you just wait. You just wait until Devonta Smith and, and Jamar Chase see increased rookie-only value in rankings. And this is, this is what sucks. It's kind of cool. To, to have players rise and fall, you know, like nobody's on board with CeeDee Lamb being a top five wide receiver, which I said about DK Metcalf and A.G. Brown last year, and people slowly got on board with that. But the thing that sucked about my DK Metcalf predictions early in the offseason, guys, he's a top six, top, top five to ten wide receiver. DK Metcalf, top five to ten wide receiver. Top five. I, I threw out top five pretty much the whole offseason, and everybody got upset at me. And as we got closer and closer to August, then it became normal. Then by like September 1, people are like, Smitty, that's not bold. I saw you have DK Metcalf as a top 5 to 10 wide receiver on your bold predictions. That's not bold. 
that's the the thing that sucks about what I do is that that things seem bold early on. It's lonely ahead of the curve. Once people get up and get around the curve and they see what's up there, they they have short memories. So, you know, right now this sounds crazy. 1.1, 1.2, Jamar Chase and Devonta Smith. Devonta Smith, Jamar Chase. It seems bold and crazy to you right now. But guess what? Come draft day of your rookie-only draft, it'll be talked about so much it will be like, oh, well, maybe that was always said. <laughs> no, it wasn't. But that's how I feel. My 1.1, 1.2, if the landing spots are right, are both wide receivers. Then it's, yeah, Najee Harris because he's probably going to get drafted to the best place to get full-time work. But you never know. Look at Clyde Edwards-Alaire getting drafted to KC. Whether you think that worked out or not, I still believe in Clyde heading into 2021, especially given his third or fourth round value he's going to have. And he was so, his, his season was so misconstrued as to whether it was successful or not. Um, and I'm going to have a whole video on that. But all I'm going to tell you is that Najee Harris is going to walk in as the front runner because most teams see him that way. So he's going to have the most opportunity to probably get drafted earlier, to probably land in the right spot, that will probably feed him full-time work. So he's the front runner. But I love Hubbard. I love Hubbard. Hubbard would be my number one ranked running back if he got drafted into the right spot, the most ideal of all the landing spots. I'm sure he jumped to 1.1 on a lot of your boards too, or at least 1.3. Um, cause again, if the, if we, we, there's a lot of assumptions to be made. If Jamar Chase and Devonta Smith land in those two spots, they're my locked in 1.1, 1.2. If it's cloudy, if there's a lot of cloudiness going on, but Ch- uh, uh, Hubbard lands in the best running back spot, he'd be my 1.1. If he lands in the best running back spot, both wide receivers land in the ideal Philly and Cincy spots, then Hubbard could be my 1.3, my first running back off the board. If he's in the right spot. Now he could fall to the right spot. Running backs falling very far in the NFL draft these days allows them to land with good teams, allows them to land with good situations because the draft capital is low in the third round, fourth round, and teams are willing to take a risk that maybe wouldn't have in round one. So it could be a detriment or a good thing to have running back values lower because it used to be a team drafted a running back in the first round, three or four of them went in the first round, or two or three at least. And if they went, the team needed a running back because they wouldn't have spent the draft capital on a first round running back. Now that they fall, they, they can go anywhere, anywhere. Um, but talent-based, I'd say, I'd say talent-based ETN, uh, Hubbard or Hubbard ETN is my rank, my one and my two, my two, my one, whatever. And then Harris is my third, but based on what I'm thinking NFL teams are going to do, Harris is my default, de facto one running back one in this rookie only ranking that we're doing because of the opportunity he's probably going to be given. Situations king, bottom line. But I'm telling you right now, just like Clyde kind of came out of nowhere for people once his landing spot was revealed, which again I don't think was wrong. Don't look, don't use that last year that that misstep everybody thinks that they had, which I don't think it will be. I'm telling you, I like Clyde. But if if you believe it was a misstep, don't let that you know stray you off course thinking that you know it's always going to be like that with running backs and especially if they land in what is perceived to be a good situation. But Clyde to me, will bounce back. But but Hubbard, ETN, if they land in good spots, I think they're better than, than Najee Harris. But I like all three. I think all three could be second round running backs in, in fantasy football eventually. One of them could be a first rounder. I think it, you know, it depends on the landing spot that's going to turn. Najee Harris could be a top six overall player for four years straight if he lands in the right spot. So don't think I don't like him. I'm just merely telling you Talent-based, I love Hubbard. If Hubbard was drafted and used like Kamara, 
you wouldn't be, oh, Smitty, how can you say that about Hubbard? He's not that good, or he doesn't get used enough. Kamara, Kamara came into the NFL, got drafted by the Saints. By the way, was on my top seven bold predictions, I might add. And 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 I said, they're going to use him in, in, in New Orleans. You guys don't understand. They're going to use him like a full-time back. He may not get 1,400 yards, but he'll get 900 and 800, 900 and 700. That's, that's Kamara. Hubbard, if Hubbard is used like Kamara, if he finds a team that will use him like Kamara, he will become Kamara. Same thing with ETN. These are not 1,500-yard running backs like Najee Harris could be. These are 900 and 900 potential guys. But you got to find special coaches that know what they're doing, that can u- utilize their, their skill sets and, and divide workload up enough to, to get the most out of them. Um, real quickly to wrap up, I'm going to say that uh, uh, that the quarterbacks, it, it's look, it's, it's Trevor Lawrence. He's the next Peyton Manning. And he's going to Jacksonville. He's got DJ Chark. Look at Diggs, how undervalued Diggs was in Minnesota. Diggs goes over, finally gets an elite quarterback. And now Diggs turns into an elite wide receiver. I see the same trajectory for DJ Chark, maybe not to the, the same degree and be as good as Diggs is, but go from everybody thought Chark was a, a low end wide receiver one in fantasy heading into to, to the last year. Now look, no, Chark is 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 completely disregarded, and and Chark could be a low end wide receiver one in fantasy football, and they got James Robinson. This team is it, it, this team is great. This team is built really well. Trevor Lawrence will be the next Peyton Manning. He's my number one quarterback without question and a top five or six overall consideration in rookie only rookie only drafts, even in one QB leagues. Now, I like Wilson. I like Lance, depending on their landing spots. Wilson could be close to as good as Trevor Lawrence if he's in the most ideal of spots. Um, I like him in in New York as a jet because I love Mims. I love the direction they're going, the head coach, everything about what they're doing now makes me feel like the Jets, if they take a quarterback, they will turn the franchise around. It could take a year, but he could be hurt. He could be Justin Herbert there. Don't think the Jets are a black hole if Wilson's there. If Wilson's there, the whole thing changes. If they don't draft a quarterback and it's Darnold, then the Jets will continue to be a black hole and never rebound. They need the quarterback. They need the franchise quarterback, and I like him there. I think he could develop into a really good quarterback at the NFL level. Lance needs to be in the right spot, kind of like Hurts. Hertz wouldn't be elite in a lot of places. Hertz is elite in Philly, and I'll have a lot of content on that. And Kyle Pitts, revolutionizing the tight end position. He's the only tight end in this draft class, really. And he will be a he'll be the next George Kittle or Travis Kelsey. And he's in my top five for rook, even even all veterans and rookies included. My normal rankings, I have him in my top five or six. Kyle Pitts as a rookie, and he's in my top six overall um, for rookie only rankings. Um, I'll have more content on all this. I just want to give you a brief overview. Overview, brief being 25 minutes long. You know what I'm saying? That's why I'm saying you, this is a, a brief overview because my detailed stuff's got to be broken down in like 25, 30 minutes per position. Later. This is the Fantasy Football Show with your host Smitty. You're watching the Fantasy Football Show. I'm Smitty!